Welcome to another episode of I Want to Know. And today, I want to know that Allison feels good about her graduation <laughs> season. I was going to say day, but season kind of didn't get to happen. So you can reintroduce yourself if you would like. Oh, okay. And, but I would also like a fun fact. A fun fact? Yes, because I know you have lots. Oh, man. Okay. Hi, I'm Allison. And a fun fact, well, I work at a goat dairy right now. And I have never felt happier coming home smelling like goat poop. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like super recent though. So I don't, that's just like the first thing that came up in my head. To clarify, um, is this the happiest you've ever been smelling like goat poop? Or are you just happy and it's weird that, like, it's, it's ironic that you're happiest smelling like goat poop. This is not the first time. I, I have smelled like goat poop in my youth, and it was <laughs> equally as <laughs> lovely. <laughs> this time, though, it's, <laughs> it's the poop of over 300 goats and not just four. So it's a, it's a new experience and quite pleasurable. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most joy I've heard anyone talking about animal poop. We're coming you on. You get me started with horses, like, wow. <laughs> I mean, horse poop does just kind of smell like grass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's comforting. So you love smelling like goat poop now? Currently, yeah. Wait, have like you always loved smelling like goat poop? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Definitely. Uh, I... I've been spending like way too much time in buildings and stuff pretty much due to, you know, academia mm. and blah, blah. So finally getting out uh, on the farm and being with real people and real animals. It's just, it's, um, makes my heart warm. To yeah. put that, and actually put getting that to go outside. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yesterday, last night after my shift, I like walked to the, end of the property and just watch the sun go down and it was mm. amazing because in here in montana it's like the golden hour kind of lasts for about four hours so oh, man it's it's beautiful that's yeah. incredible yeah. so what part of montana are you in right now bozeman <gasps> i love bozeman oh, i know it's great it's really i yes. mean minus covid shutdown but right right yeah so when things open back up, and I'm pretty sure the pickle barrel is still around. It sure is. And everyone who knows me know I am a big knows I am a big fan of sandwiches. It was the first place I went in Bozeman. So there's also a sweet coffee place that I don't remember the name of. So that could apply to lots of places. Um, there's one line? though that serves something called a bee sting. Ooh. And then something similar that involves ice cream. It, that might actually be the same thing. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, delicious. Okay. Yes. So let's back up and talk about the fact that you graduated from college. Woo! <laughs> Yay. Um, I know that this is people, lots of people's situations that they're not going to get to actually walk. Yeah. Um, but I know that college has been like a whole big journey for you. I, again, that's true for a lot of people. 
but you're just I was inspired by your trying to make it a thing with <laughs> your when, when this comes out you have to please re can you send me those videos that were in your story so yeah people I, can know what I'm talking about yeah my mom has them actually okay and perfect because they are so funny <laughs> and I immediately was like this is a beautiful effort and needs to be made into something more <laughs> So, can we start um, more at the beginning? The beginning. Yeah, so so you're a high school senior and people are like, "Where are you going to go to school?" and you say, "Uh, usually that's what my answer was." <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> um people who know me know that I'm a big uh I'm a student. I'm like I'm a student at heart and I put a lot of energy into school and grades and type a personality and blah, 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 blah. um so i guess there was like there was this expectation from some people that i would go to like some elite school thing majiggy and you know do the whole big school and when it came down to it i just i just wanted to go somewhere new and uh something genuinely I don't know. Had the same feel of the small town of where I grew up, but pushed my my boundaries a little bit. And Western just seemed to offer this really homey kind of feel to education. And I thought, what the heck? I know nothing about Bellingham and I'll just go. <laughs> also, I, nobody was going to make me go to Central or WSU or Eastern and I wasn't going to live in Seattle, so I thought, this is the only other option. I guess I'm going to Western. Um, and it turned out great. It was really a wonderful college experience. I wouldn't have asked for anything different. Actually, sorry. I shouldn't have cut you off. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I just didn't want to mow over the idea of your what I felt like was an incredibly complicated major. <laughs> no. so, so what is it how did you wh what is it called what, what is, is that what is that and what how are those you, how did you pick it okay right so um well my i uh graduated with a double major in french and eco gastronomy so that's not astronomy like the stars <laughs> but gastronomy, like gastrointestinal systems, <laughs> but it has nothing to do with your colon. It's very confusing. It's um, like the science and art of food together. Precisement, yeah. So gastronomy is defined as the art and science of food. Um, is it really? Yeah. I just pulled that out of my head. I'm so I know, excited. I you, wow. I thought you knew that. That's why I was like. Oh, Jalea. No, no, I feel really cool now. Well, because the way you described it, it was like delicious nutrition. So I just kind of made that. I thought I made that up in my brain, but I must have just absorbed it from what you You're said before. Well, thank exactly you. Exactly. You're what the I one am. with the eco-gastronomy eco degree. So. <laughs> Doesn't they actually say it on my diploma, though. How lame is oh, that? I know. What say? Ugh, it just says Bachelor of Arts. Uh, wow wow okay hey, cool well just so you know 
on your resume, you put Bachelor of Arts in, in eco-gastronomy. That's right. And French, of course. <laughs> for le français. Wait, you have an entire bachelor's degree in art and French? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, it's now uh, it's okay. Can you say a sentence about that in French? Uh about what? About my major? Yeah, or? you just have a degree in in French. How do you feel about that? Uh, <laughs> D'accord. Uh Mon spécialisation dans euh, l'éducation euh, de euh, c'est secondaire. Um, c'est dans la langue française et j'ai trouvé le le majeur comme très intéressant mais un peu difficile et euh, je n'ai pas le meilleur euh, euh, parleur de français. Wow. <laughs> That was incredible. Oh, it was not that good. <laughs> well, it sounded great, which is the important part. Thank For you. people who don't know, you just say thank you. <laughs> thank you. Cool. And cool. I think we'll just leave it a mystery what you actually said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Try um, putting that into Google Translate. Yep. Yep. Try to do that. Can't. But I guess, like, I didn't actually answer what fully what eco-gastronomy is um yeah so gastronomy is the science and art of food study of or whatever um <laughs> and that kind of it's it's really important to understand that um gastronomy is one of those fields that inherently includes practically every other discipline that you could think of um because food systems and our food culture is innately tied to the rest of our system really as uh as people as humans i mean it's tied to the economy and it's tied to politics and the environment biology sociology um physics and other hard sciences chemistry like it's the whole coot and caboodle you know um which was really attractive besides the fact that food's delicious uh it is kind of like the mother load of human existence. Mm -hmm. And the eco part is really kind of a tie on that was coined by Carlo Petrini, who he is the founder of the slow food movement plug, look that up, slow food movement <laughs> um, in Italy. And the eco part kind of represents sustainable as an umbrella term as in cyclical and regenerative, um, how to, eat and cook and grow food uh, and share and treasure our food cultures in a highly sustainable uh, manner for today's generations and tomorrow's. Yep. Wow. That's my major. You're so intelligent. And how did you pick it? Uh, I took a class. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like the basic. Usually how it starts. Usually. <laughs> Um, and I was really lucky that Western had randomly this class called eco-gastronomy. And this was my second year. This was sophomore year. Um, I was, I had no idea what I wanted to do. That was another reason why I picked Western. Cause I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know. <laughs> and everybody thought that I was going to be a theater major and Western has a great theater program. And I was like, nah. 
I'd had my theater time. So I mean, I'm that gonna... was a logical step for people to take. But yeah, is course. there a particular reason you didn't want to major in theater? Uh, I did. I just don't want it to be. Didn't want it to be my profession. You mm. know, I yep. did theater for whatever. How long was I there? In like ten years, at least eleven years, mm-hmm. and that was uh, that was sufficient. Good. That was that was good. I was that was done. So I did my thing. Um, Sweet. Yeah. So I was anyway. So I'm in college. So you like, wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something different than something theater, and you had no idea what it was. Trade. And then along came gastro. No, <laughs> eco gastronomy. Gastroenterology. I almost said gastroenterology. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Yeah. So you take gastro is. I keep saying that. So you take eco gastronomy. Yep. Um. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like interested in anthropology and behavioral neuroscience and psychology and sociology and I was like I'm gonna take this because I like food and um it was like a a two credit lecture class and then I had a one credit discussion part that you went to and it said that there were a lot of potlucks and I was like I'm in dude like nice heck yeah and it changed my world uh really just opened me up to what it meant to have a sustainable food system and celebrating food rather than moralizing it and mm-hmm. um, thinking about where it comes from and the people involved in growing food and the people involved in cooking food and creating. And I was just starting to really discover how much I loved cooking and um it just fed into all of those things that I was interested in. And mm-hmm. I totally just grabbed on and didn't let go. And around the same time, um, it is important to note that this major does not exist at Western Washington <laughs> University. I'm actually a fraud. Uh, <laughs> but you just cre- it's kind of like an interdisciplinary studies degree exactly. where you patch yeah. it together yourself and somebody like the dean is like, this is okay. This is good. Check. Yep. <laughs> yep. This yeah. counts as education. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then around this time, I found out that Huxley, which is the College of Environment at WWU, had a uh, faculty student-led major option in the bachelor, like a bachelor of arts degree. And I just was digging around on their kind of section on the website and found that out and I was like why hasn't anybody said anything about this this is really <laughs> cool uh and I talked to the professor that taught that eco-gastronomy class and she was like yeah yeah let's do it yeah let's set this up and made a curriculum and she's like here's an independent study thing like go write a paper and I was like great and it all went uphill from there <laughs> sweet. sweet she yeah. sounds exciting She's, she's an enigma, like, uh, this, my spiritual animal, but also like the most chaotic person I've ever met. And I just adore her. Yeah. Amazing so chaotic woman. in a good way or like a, like a, like a, what am I thinking of? Just like a, wow, how do you live your life? Kind of way. A little more like the latter. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how she does it. Um, she's one of those people that looks like looks for chaos you know mm-hmm. so but she changes people's lives so that's awesome 
Yeah. Where did the French come in? For as long as I can know. <laughs> I can't speak. For as long as you remember? As long as I remember. Yeah, I've wanted to learn French. I don't – I think it was one time my aunt, she got this place in Fiji – she has like a condo thing in Fiji and she told my brother and I when we were little, she goes, if you guys learn how to speak French and you can like say a sentence on the phone, this is when we were like seven and ten. She goes, then you can come to Fiji. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to learn how to speak French. Um, Did you do it? No, not when we got then. Yeah, I know. I didn't know where to begin. I was too focused on do the boys like me at school, you know. Um. I mean, yeah. Or what color basketball shorts should I wear today? <laughs> That's Ooh, yeah. what I was focused on. Question of the day. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but then when I – I just remember, like, the first class that I registered for at Western was French 101. And we oui, j'adore. <laughs> what does that mean? I love it. Oh. <laughs> Somebody told me, I think it was her high school French teacher who said, all right, I'm going to teach you how to speak French in 30 seconds. <laughs> Just say anything and then go, oh, oh, oh. oh my God. <laughs> they don't even do that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. My Italian friend is really mad at like the stereotypical Italian accent. It's I basically bet. like the deep south version of like like the deep south america equivalent of an italian of accent italian. is what we do and we're like i like a spaghetti <laughs> like no one talks like that. that's like so that's like an italian referring to americans as like yeah we're down here down there you know is exactly that like, that's okay. like the normal american as the normal american accent I, it's very it's like some people do talk like that but it's pretty inaccurate for the vast <laughs> population of the country Ooh, i just realized that i made an error and if somebody does speak french they're gonna be like she's an idiot <laughs> it act i meant to say je l'adore sorry i just have to fix that because if somebody yeah i'll never forgive myself totally fine Okay. I'm not sure if anyone in our audience speaks French, but I do know that they are very kind, gracious Thanks, people. <laughs> so. Thanks for yeah. the understanding. Yeah. So French and mm -hmm. eco-gastronomy. Hmm. How else was college? Uh, it was, oh, man, a blur. I don't think I had a college experience like the stereotypical uh, college student <laughs> mm -hmm. um, or just what people think of when they think about secondary education, which is like, you know, partying on the weekends and grinding on the weekdays. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I kind of isolated myself, honestly, in college and that is for several reasons. I don't know if I should get into that or not. You I can mean, if you, you can say whatever you want. This okay. is for you. I mean, like, I totally believe in being open and honest. There's no point in sharing. I mean, hiding. <laughs> there is point in sharing. Um, yeah, I just, at the same time that I moved to Bellingham, I 
really fell deep into an eating disorder and uh, really high anxiety and depression. Um, And so it just kind of was like this, I don't know, state of being that wasn't exactly helpful for having a fruitful social life, you know, Um, which is okay. It just meant that I really focused on my studies and I'm not upset about that. <laughs> like, I like school. Um, but it definitely made for a different experience. So, yeah, I mostly, uh, I worked in restaurants and that was so much fun. I learned so much. I started in a pizza place and through pies. Wait, you uh, started a pizza place? Oh, I started in a pizza place. Oh, okay. <laughs> I started a pizza place. Yeah. You know. I was like, wow, that is very ambitious of you as a college <laughs> student. <laughs> I probably would have shriveled up into a prune if I tried an endeavor like that <laughs> while going to school. Um, child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the rest of it, I mean, like it. It kind of like the first few years definitely are more blurry. Like I don't really remember a lot of it. And you know, they're GURs. Like you, you take the classes everybody has to take, and it's like whatever. I just have to finish this <laughs> quarter and move on. Um, but as time went on, and I really got into my major and kind of started designing my own curriculum and taking the classes that I wanted to take, like nobody was requiring me to take X Y Z. You know. I got to say, I think these classes really fill out what I want to learn. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. these help define and, um, yeah, fill out what eco-gastronomy means or, like, what my understanding of it is. And then I got to pursue that. And that was an amazing experience that not a lot of people get to have. Um, and a lot of it was independent study, too. Like, a good, uh, I think, like, 16 credits which is about four classes of my work was totally independent like just researching and writing and and that's that's cool you know yeah cool experience would you say that like you're kind of I think you described it as reclusiveness was like essential to your recovery process or a cause of be like being unhealthy um neither actually it was a consequence um or a a result of sorry that's what i always mix those up i i just the other day said it completely backwards <laughs> to someone similar <laughs> okay. to but yeah like an, an effect an effect of, yeah 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 being unhealthy yeah exactly yeah because um especially i mean the first year that you're that you're in school is when you like really start to meet people and you're in the dorms and trying to build relationships and friendships because you have no idea how this like world works now. It just seems like you're starting over. And um, because I was so isolated in my own head, yeah, all my time went to either school or I would exercise or, um, just like kind of disappear and wander the streets of the town, which is fine. I do that anyway, anywhere, everywhere. <laughs> I, I like to walk everywhere. Um, 
but it so definitely maybe in that way it was that was like your healthiness yeah i guess so i guess so yeah um it 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 definitely allowed for some deep introspection and kind of realizing that i'm not as much of an extrovert as i thought i was mm. um cuz like the theater background kind of rings out you're crazy and that's what right. i thought i was and and it's really easy to put like high energy bubbly peppy people in like just the extrovert category immediately yeah. and it's like well just be like i don't know i identify as an ambivert it's like there are certain people who give me energy <laughs> and most other people make me feel like an introvert yeah yeah i find that i have like a very uh low tolerance for long duration high energy yeah you know like i does that make sense i think so like i'm i can't if i'm gonna go somewhere like I'm gonna go to the I don't know, like the drag club in Bellingham, which I love uh, rumors. It's amazing. If you're ever in Bellingham, please go. Uh, I could go for like an hour, you know, and dance mm-hmm. like crazy. And then it's like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to go <laughs> home now. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I would say that it was a benefit, I guess, of learning that about myself. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think everything happens for a reason. I don't. I'm not, I don't feel sorry for what experience I went through and I don't want other people to, you know, Mm -hmm. that's just how it panned out. And what matters is that I'm healthy now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm better now. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of your favorite places in Bellingham. Yeah. Where else? Oh man. Because Bellingham is a great place to visit, and I want to know what your Bellingham visit looks like. Okay. All right. Let me um, rub those hands together. Uh, (laughs) So, actually, the first place is not even in Bellingham. It's just south of Bellingham. Acceptable. Okay. Uh, And it's called Bo Edison, and it's actually two towns, Bo and Edison, and they're so small. Um. I think the population's like 500 or something like that. But Edison, which is a little bit more of like <laughs> the main drag, is one street. <laughs> and it's about a block long. And they have one brewery, one bakery, one cafe, and like two other little restaurants that are off the side. And then this taco place called Mariposa. Oh, I'm saying go there because like almost all of the best food in North Skagit Valley is in Bo Edison. Like wow. you pick up your pastries at I Bread have no Farm. Idea. You get some beer or cider and a pizza at Terrama. <laughs> you get some tacos and pe- mariposa. I don't know why I'm talking in a Brooklyn accent. I don't know. Yeah, and then I don't know either, but I breakfast it. at Tweets and you're out in farmland and everybody there is super super nice and it's adorable and yeah definitely that's that's a favorite spot um in bellingham proper let's see the co-op was great i love the co-op just because it's good vibes good grocery store Mm -hmm. great people watcom lake is gorgeous especially on i think let's see if my cardinals are correct i think it's on the south side is where it's less populated and it's really beautiful mm. over there. 
anywhere in Mount Baker Wilderness. Didn't I just say Bellingham proper? And I'm like <laughs> an it's hour really outside okay. of Bellingham right now. Uh, Mount Baker is a big part of Bellingham. Life. It is. It's, I think anyone would agree to that. Not necessarily going there, but just like Mount Baker as itself. Is a part of, yes. Yeah. I'd agree. Temple Bar. The, oh, Swim Club. That's that's a good place. So that's this awesome little bar in Fairhaven, which is like a cutesy downtowny kind of off of Bellingham. It's like the but, historic district. Yeah, the historic district. And so they really play up the historic cutesy tour a vibe. Lots of boutiques, everybody. You can't afford anything there. So, <laughs> yeah. but, but <laughs> although that gelato place. Okay, folks, Serena's gelato. Oh, good. That's the, the dark, like the black chocolate. <sighs> I would always get the lemon sorbet. Mm. Sorbetto, let's be real. Sorbetto. And the pistachio gelato. Oh, baby. I usually hate pistachio flavored things because it's like, I'm bright green and tastes like a weird something. But this actually tastes like pistachios. Pro tip, green brown. If you ever go to Italy, never get any of the gelato that is colored because it ain't good. It's got (laughs) to be like muted, bland, beige, or like, yeah, lame colors. It that means delicious. Just if anybody, yeah, right. And you are an authority on 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 food quality. I mean, you have a degree in food quality. I don't know about that. (laughs) I sure like to think so. So Temple, Temple is a bar. Temple Temple Bar. Bar? It's called Temple Bar. It's Temple Bar. Yeah, that one's great because they have have really good sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Like cheesy, like the simple cheesy, like baguette, apple thing going on. Great deal on wine. They have like this thing where you can get a cheese board and a bottle of wine for like 20 bucks. Whew. Good stuff. Wow. Yeah. And Swim Club, though, the other part was oh, Swim right. Club's the other place in Fairhaven that's like kind of like this après ski vibe in. What does that mean? After ski. In French, it means ap- after oh. ski. But it's like you're, I'm going to, you know, warm up kind yes. of thing. But Alpine it's like Lodge. Alpine guys. Lodge, but they have designed it kind of like this art deco-y florida thing it's so cool that sounds like it has a lot going on (laughs) it's great it's great they have the best cocktails i've ever ever had ever wow yeah so that is lighting glowing very romantic you know great food snacks they got snacks that's a great spot um and then i'm gonna say even though i haven't been there is this place called Storia Cucina, which is a new Italian restaurant in Bellingham that my friend Arlen is the chef of. And he is a bona fide, like, expert in Italian food. He's a wonderful human. Oh and that's the first place I'm going to go when I visit. Oh, so great. anybody nearby, hit up Storia Cucina. I could tell you about maybe, like, some of the more the classes that were more of like experiential that kind of changed my world a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let's talk about things that changed your world. Change your world. Okay. Um, Ooh, oh yeah. Okay. So let's see here. Well, the first experience that I had that was not in a classroom, um, was my study abroad trip to Italy in 2018, um, which was about agroecology and was with that my mentor, who's who's done me class like same same woman, same deal. Um, but she did this is she leads students about like eight no not eighteen that's way too many like thirteen or fourteen students in Switzerland and then Italy in the middle of the summer to study agroecology and anthroposophy. Whoa, what um, is that? Yeah, big word. Um, anthroposophy is. Have you heard of? Um, Waldorf schools? No. Okay. They're kind of like, what's that other school type? It starts with an M. Montessori? Yeah, kind of like that. So it's like an another type of schooling style. Um, but Waldorf schools are based on the teachings of Rudolf Steiner, who was this crazy smart dude, um, Austrian, uh, and anthroposophy is this kind of amazing way of thinking um discipline i guess that is both highly scientific and very esoteric i guess is the word to use like they use this understanding of the cosmos to kind of guide their understanding of the world and it sounds out there but it's actually incredibly fascinating um I mean, everything from physics to architecture to gardening and farming. Uh, very interesting. Very hands-on learning. Um, so we learned about that at the Gertianum, which is like the place where his lectures like went down. And it's a cool building. Um, you should look at a picture of it. It's like a very interesting uh, asymmetrical like concrete amorphous thing it's so cool um yeah so we learned about like biodynamics and um beekeeping and then we went to florence and learned about lots of art history and agroecology and that just kind of like being in a place where food is the most important thing in the daily life uh really brought home how much i value that as well um, so that was kind of the first time that I knew, I knew this is what the most important thing in my life was, was food in some degree. Um, and then after that, I, I took a couple classes where we went out to same person too, same teacher, um, going out to different farms and talking with farmers, dairy farmers, raspberry farmers, um, uh, let's see oh we went to a farm that was a permaculture farm like just kind of comparing and seeing how different producers functioned in the system that we're in and what was working and what wasn't and what was difficult and what was fruitful um and it brought light to like there's there's other things that we can do besides monoculture industrial agriculture mm -hmm. um what is permaculture Permaculture is a type, a type, it's a type of 
uh, agricultural practice that is also a um, way of living. Um, it's a community. So there's kind of like these three things, I guess, sayings that kind of describe permaculture, which like is pillars kind of. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Like pillars, um, which is earth care, um, people care and uh, share and all like, it's like mm-hmm. all share. So you, mm-hmm. your practice in growing food takes care of the planet. It takes care of your community and you, it's kind of based on, it's based on, I don't want to say it's based on a gift based. It is built on a gift based economy. So both to the environment and to the people around you. So, um, yeah, it's very altruistic. It's really what it is mostly, uh, about is like, uh, perennial systems. So you plant guilds of plants that complement each other and that work well with each other, um, and that regenerate and they come back every year. So it's kind of, it's, it's not like I'm going to till this land and put in some seeds and grow some stuff and pick the stuff and then do it all over again the next year. Like that's exhausting. The perennial system means you plant these nut trees. They take five to 10 years to produce, but then you have like a protein source every single year. Mm -hmm. And then you have like current bushes and you build an irrigation system that just follows the contours of the land. So you don't need to use water and, but you collect water for your use. It's just like beautiful cyclical system that feeds you year round and keeps the planet working so it's permanent permaculture yeah that's cool it's really cool it's a beautiful thing i want to farm like that someday so what are you doing in montana so i'm in montana because uh my lovely partner is here and he's studying uh, electrical engineering at Montana State in Bozeman. And I graduated, so I thought, <laughs> what the heck? I'll go see what Bozeman's all about. Um, so I followed him here. And I checked out MSU because I do want to pursue a master's someday. And they have a sustainable food system master's degree. What? what? Which is really insane. I know. So cool. I know. And the community is super into, uh, yeah, sustainability. Um, and that, that program, like their whole agriculture, human services, agroecology program is really good. So I'm going to give that a go sometime, maybe in a year <laughs> when it's not four times as expensive as in resident tuition. Oh, right. Cause then you can yeah. be a resident. In a- yeah. When everything opens back up, I demand <laughs> that you go to Granny's Donuts. <gasps> I have walked by there so many times. They are open, actually. Like, I could go pick up donuts. <gasps> you could, like, drive. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. Okay. Because it's, it's been a long time since I've been in Bozeman, um, but listeners will know and, you know, other people who listen and know me. My brother Ryan went to MSU. Oh, I guess listeners wouldn't know that, but they would know my brother. Well, now they know. <laughs> he went. He went to Bozeman, and Amy from the Star Wars episode also went to MSU. 
And there was one time parents weekend where we went into Granny's Donuts and had just <laughs> the most incredible donuts of my whole life. Oh man. And Ryan was a regular and just the thing about him is that he he just has like a schmoozing gene that I don't oh. think he really knew that he had. It's just like part of him. And we go in there, we get our donuts. The next thing we know, well, Ryan has asked a question to, I can't remember the owner's name, but he's a man and his name is not Granny. <laughs> Hi, my name's Granny. So he asks him a question and the next thing we know, he's behind the counter in the back room learning something from... <laughs> the owner and we're like okay we'll be out here when you're done right. we'll just sit down so Tell us when your shift is over right so i don't want to stop talking about grannies because i need to know what flavors what types must be consumed his old-fashioned is incredible oh god just like plain my mouth is watering oh let me get that for you, Dab Dab. One, he uses, I don't know, I don't know if it's local, but he has like raspberry donuts and strawberry donuts, I think. I just, I vividly remember the strawberry, the raspberry donut having just a pile of fresh raspberries on it. Oh, man. Oh, So no. it's, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's going to take everything I have not to go over there right after this and. Or you could just do that. <laughs> or I could just do I'm that. not sure why you wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Please do that. Do okay. it for me. Okay. And if he has any, get a powdered raspberry. Powdered raspberry. Like a like raspberry powdered Filling. donut fill filled with raspberry. Gotcha. Because that's just my favorite donut. Noted. I'll eat it all for you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me more about what it's like, what it was like, what it currently is like to be a college graduate during coronavirus. <laughs> Taking a sad turn here. Yeah. Well, let's just, I'll tell you how it happened. So, uh, God, it feels like years ago when people socialized. Um, <laughs> I remember that I came home from a class and I was alone because uh, Colton came to Montana in January and I still had a quarter left so I was living alone and I, I walked into my apartment and I just kind of like got all settled down and I got an email one of the thousands of emails that the university sends out and it was titled winter commencement and usually I don't read those but the ones that mentioned graduation I was like it's probably important because I'm graduating um and so I think this was like in the beginning of March because the day was no it wasn't it was like mid it was probably like two weeks before graduation which was on the 21st or supposed to be anyway and it was this long email saying that we're so sorry we regret to inform you that winter commencement has been canceled and it was really interesting because kind of like the 
I think like the five or six months leading up to this, I thought to myself, I don't really need to walk, you know, like do the whole cap and gown, blah, blah. I just want to celebrate with my family because my aunt was going to come down from Victoria and my parents were going to come over and it was going to be great. We were going to go down to Seattle and just hang out. Um, and I thought it's not a big deal. Like I don't need to walk, whatever. That's I, for, for some reason I thought that's lame. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but then I get this email and I kind of, I just like stared at the floor for a little bit. I just thought, what? It just felt like all of this work was kind of robbed of me, you know, like you, you pay an institution, this is nothing against really institutionalized education, but you pay an institution to give you accreditation to enter the workforce. Mm -hmm. And there isn't really like a lot of acknowledgement of how much work goes into that until that day, you know, until graduation, like that's the moment where you feel like you're recognized and all of that grinding and late nights and just snacking and (laughs) anxiety and, oh, was worth it because now I get this piece of paper (laughs) and I get to look like a judge with a square in my head. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's the best day anybody could ask for um and i i was devastated like i wanted to look like a judge you know for a, a day square on your head a square on my head that's and flip part. over some ropes onto the other side and that's like the big the big moment i'm an adult now um that's what i always say too is that i didn't actually become an adult until i graduated yeah, no it doesn't doesn't really feel like it you're still like Hey, mom, can you help me with groceries? Yeah. Well, and when Kyle and I were engaged, too, I kept saying, I kept using the phrase, when we grow up, meaning <laughs> after we're married. <laughs> when we grow up, then I'll buy a rug for the living room. When we Exactly. Grow up. <laughs> when we grow up, I want a KitchenAid stand mixer. Kind of thing. I want an air fryer. I just don't want, I just don't want one right now because I have right. 14 roommates and I can't live my life. They'll ruin it. <laughs> They'll break it. I don't want them to break it. Yeah. Funny anyway. little side story. Real oh, fast. Please. So those, well, I only had 14 roommates for three months and then for the rest of the six months I had 13 roommates. And so we all had shared food because that was just the most efficient way to do it space-wise. But the and, best dinners. Oh, yes. You came to those did dinners. did come to one, yeah. Very fun. <laughs> Loved it. I still have that picture. I have a physical print of you holding the mug that I got you for Christmas. Oh, man. <laughs> so one of the staples in our home was everything bagels, which are admittedly difficult to clean up sometimes, like after, after you're all done swiping cream cheese onto it mm. they're just kind of a mess and inevitably if i got up later than usual there would be like poppy seeds and like what is that like fennel and Sesame oh, little things yeah. all over everywhere the counter kyle started calling them everywhere bagels <laughs> i like that me too everywhere bagels so everywhere you were talking about how coronavirus has affected you and you're sad that you didn't get to look like a judge 
Yes, quite. Well, turns out, folks, I got my dream. I actually... (laughs) So, I guess we'll get to that. Uh, Yeah, so it kind of, to put it frankly, sucked. Um, And my aunt was going to come down because of the the travel restrictions and stuff. But my parents still came over. And uh, this brings us to what we did in place of graduation. Um, So the day I still went and got my cap and gown, it was $50 and I was going to wear that Mm-hmm. polyester or whatever the <laughs> fabric is yeah, i think you're right it was the last thing that i did um and i i answered the door and i was like wearing it my mom didn't know that i still went and picked it up and she squeals i was like oh my baby is, is a judge and <laughs> did she say that <laughs> no. i should probably stop beating the dead horse and give that joke up but well it's it's just making it very clear that you wanted to look like a judge and you didn't get to do that <laughs> just wanted to wear that darn gown and let's be gown. clear a judge with a square on your head yes and ropes <laughs> around my neck i am right. very lucky to have said that i graduated with honors and magna cum laude so i got many nice. ropes many go many things to swing around thank you um, and I know people say not to put your GPA on your resume because who cares, but absolutely you should absolutely. magna cum laude. Three, oh, so that's how you say it? Magna that's cum laude? Oh, I think you're right. I don't know what I'm saying. 3.92. Nice. Way to go. That's no, I'm going to stop tooting my own horn. That's not very nice of me. No, it's, this is your episode. <laughs> this is your graduation ceremony, basically. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. So, yeah, so what we did was on Saturday, which was the 21st of March, the day of graduation, I suited up in my polyester with my square and my ropes and we... Judge gown. My judge gown. (laughs) And we drove to Whatcom Falls Park, which is a one of my favorite places for sure that's where i got my engagement pictures taken oh it's so pretty there yeah i love it so many miles of walking and it's one of my favorite places Mm -hmm. so we went there and walked around whatcom falls for about an hour with with my cap and gown and it was really (laughs) cool because People would like bike by and like ring their bells or they'd Aww. yell congratulations and it was just really sweet. Um, I love that. So I got to walk around and in it for a while. And then we we went to the Arboretum, which is um, for those who know Bellingham, you know what I'm talking about. But for those who don't, it is this wonderful little sanctuary that's up on the hill by the university. Um, and it's gorgeous. It's just kind of a, a little haven of trails and so and a lot of that is for their recreational therapy degree right um program i guess i should say i don't i think they i mean lots of classes use it for i mean like geology goes up there biology majors go up there um the recreational yeah I, it's so just they just it's a, just like a facet in it's like a gym yeah. sort of <laughs> it's a gym for another facility of the universe yeah, yeah. and a great That's running great. trail yeah um, so we went over there and my, my mom, so let's see, there's this part where you can, you walk up some stairs to the trail. It's by the Fairhaven, um, living area. And so 
my dad and I went to the top of the stairs and we used this fake like piece of diploma-y looking paper that I got as a like member of the National Honors Collegiate Society, which is doesn't mean anything, but it looked like a diploma. <laughs> so so it had like gold embossment or something on there. Yes. And my mom was at the bottom of the stairs and she played uh pomp and circumstance on her phone. Um and videoed my dad handing me this totally useless piece of paper <laughs> gold embossed golden paper. piece of paper how do you know you're educated gold <laughs> embossed mint mint condition <laughs> yeah oh i meant like i didn't know how, how to say em- embossment it's embossed oh, i thought you meant like mint as in oh <laughs> i don't know it's okay i don't know what i'm saying it's a triple meaning or something yep uh, <laughs> yep yep so she filmed him giving it to me and shaking his hand, and then we walked arm in arm down the stairs, and that was my graduation moment. It oh. was beautiful. Yeah. So I don't know. In in conclusion, kind of, <laughs> it kind of feels like it never happened. Um, and it's funny because I still just want to go to school. You know, I feel like I should be going to school. Mm-hmm. Um but thanks to you, Jilly, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting some closure. And yeah, I mean, I know I'll, I'll be a student all my life, but and maybe I'll get a real graduation through MSU someday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you can wear your, your Western robes under <gasps> your MSU robes. Double robe and have Double graduation. I hope that's not too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's do this kind of fun thing. If you could go back to, say, your freshman, maybe sophomore self, and give yourself a message from the future, what would you say? (sighs) I think that as much as I believe that everything happens for a reason, um, all, like, any hardship or complication that in present moment seems like the worst thing that could be happening or even as small as an inconvenience, truly, I I just really think that those kind of things come up in your life to bring something more meaningful or something you didn't even know was meant to be. And yeah, so as much as I do believe in that, there were some things that I could have avoided uh, from around that time, which really has a lot to do with my health. And I think I would have told myself to, to put myself first mm-hmm. um, because those two years particularly was about, I mean, it was about doing for other people doing or being for other people. Um, I don't think anything that I really pursued or accomplished was truly for my own, like of my own desires. You know, it's what I thought somebody else wanted of me. And that was definitely fed by my mental state at the time. But I think I would tell myself, hey, why don't you, you know, put you first, your priority, you're worth something. You're worth a mm-hmm. lot, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, there's a lot to say about 
really valuing valuing yourself and what you can do. It's not about what you can do for other people um, all the time. It's what what you do and how you are that can simultaneously fill your own heart and fill your own, I guess, existence as a human and also how that can benefit others too. It's a really, it's like a lot, it's a lot. That's really like big to say, but um, I think it's important. Yeah. Mm. Sorry to get all, you know, I'm going to get deep on you guys for a second here. College is a transformative time. Indeed. Transformative, formative, both. Both. Yeah. Yeah. So take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. That's important. Yeah. And unless that this the answer to that question is the same as this one. What do you think is the biggest thing you got from your college experience? Ooh. I know that's a massive question. That's huge. I have no idea what my own answer would be, so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, actually Oh, I'm surprised I'm actually surprised that that I think I know. Um sweet. The power of manifestation. <laughs> Like you can, <laughs> you can really make anything happen for yourself. I had this amazing moment. Oops. I had this amazing moment um, kind of at the end there. My last quarter, I was like cleaning out my files and old notebooks and stuff. And I found this one. Actually, I think I was looking for something. I was like looking for some notes and like deep in the recesses of like some sociology notebook. And I found this list. I write so many lists. Like sometimes I write lists just to cross off the lists, you know? I really like lists. Anyway, so my notebooks are filled with them, like to do dream lists and blah, blah, blah. And I found this one that was titled Ambitions. And it had like six things or something on there of kind of – hard to accomplish almost dreams but not quite so distant um and i i think i wrote it in, down in my like my junior year and i read this list and i realized that whoa i've done almost all of these things nice I mean, things like things like i i staged at the willows inn on lummy island which is this really really high level like fine dining restaurant um like blame what was the verb you used there what did i say it sounded like you said staged stage yeah what does that mean um a stage a stagiaire is a it's french fancy (laughs) food terms food terms they're all in french (laughs) um it's basically working for free for a restaurant (laughs) You basically are a slave and you don't get paid. Well, you don't get paid in money. You get paid in experience. And it's something Mm -hmm. that anybody who is in the restaurant industry who wants to really pursue a life in that, in um, that world, really, you have to work your, uh, off. We'll keep it G, uh, (laughs) to, to get places because it demonstrates how, how willing you are um, to be in that kind of chaos. And so a stage is like, hey, 
you do all these things for us. And like, you, well, you learn, you learn so much in the restaurant. Um, but you are kind of like the, 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 what, I don't know. I was going to say like gremlin, but that's not a good word. Peon. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you just do a anything. grunt. You're a grunt. That's the word. Grunt. Yeah. So would um, you say it's like the restaurant equivalent of an unpaid internship? Essentially, yes. Okay. But like over 12 hours a day and really hard work. Yeah. A day? Yeah. Yeah. Woof. So if you're interested in being a chef, just remember. It's, yeah, it's a lot. It's uh, like one meal and 12 hours is on your feet. So be prepared. Um, but yeah, so this restaurant is like, is a well-known, um, hyper-local, amazing, amazing experience. If you can ever get the opportunity to eat there, I so recommend it. It's, it's like another world. It's another planet. It changes your life. It's like a four-hour meal, folks. Wow. Um, it's amazing. Anyway, so that was like one of the things on there and I, I somehow made that happen. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> but it, I came to realize I was like, holy cow, if there's something that I really want to go for, I totally have the power to do it. And that goes for everybody. You know, you, if you have a passion and you have the drive and you stick your neck out, you can really make dreams come true. Like that sounds like a hyperbole, but you truly can. Yeah. It's yeah. So. That's cool. It's cool. All right. I have one more question for you. Bring it. What do you want to know? I want to know. Hmm. What do I want to know? I want to know where. Oh. Oh, I had something that I was actually super curious about yesterday when I was milking. Uh, there's this saying. Oh, shoot. What is the saying? Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. Like, what does that even mean? Oh. Right? So there's actually several proverbs out there that have... Uh, like hidden ending that for some reason didn't come along with the well-known beginning. Interesting. And it just made me think about, I don't know, these really interesting phrases that people understand. It's just somehow we all just like intrinsically understand what they mean without like really digging into it. You know, mm -hmm. curiosity killed the cat. Like what the heck? Um, but that goes for a lot of them. So I think, I don't know, a little digging into proverb history. That's what I want to know about. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's it. Anything else you'd like to share for your podcast graduation? <laughs> my, my podcast graduation. Um, well, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to making a difference. Like that's, I think that's some, that sounds so kind of lamey, lamey. But it's word? solid. I want to change the world, Julia. Okay. <laughs> and that is a perfectly legitimate <laughs> desire. Thanks. Yep. 
I guess that's why we get college degrees, right? To feel like we can change things. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking forward to using it because using that that Piper. um, Because, you know. Your diploma? My diploma that doesn't actually have my major written on it. Yeah. Disappointing. It's so disappointing. (sighs) Western. Um, Yeah, I'm really looking forward to still being a student because I always will be. Forever and always. Um, and working with some people that are excited about food systems like I am and, you know, researching and developing and cooking more, getting to know new people. God, I'm excited to meet new people in Bozeman. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Making friends. Are you into swing dancing? Yeah. I don't have, I mean... I would need a, a partner. The dancing scene is hot. Is it really? As far as I know. Dang. It used to be. It was in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> that was eight years ago. That's insane. <laughs> I Who doubt knows? it's gone anywhere. Swing dancing is great. Classic. Oh, I haven't swung danced in so long. Do they do Lindy Hop? Is there any Lindy Hop over here? Or is that I didn't know like- what Lindy Hop was until I took a swing dance class at Eastern. So maybe not, but I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't rule it out. Okay. Because I also don't know a ton about Bozeman. Basically, my entire Bozeman experience happened through Ryan. Okay. So. Well, it still sounds extremely fruitful. You yeah. have much, much to say about the area. Yes. Yes. Love yeah. that place. Ugh. Maybe, maybe someday soon I'll be able to, I don't know, give somebody a handshake and see where that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Think. Well, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me I on this so connection. <laughs>